Well, you are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Pastor Brandon Neely, and I've got a great proverb for us today. Proverbs eleven fourteen, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Considering the election coming up this Tuesday in 2020, we definitely need some counsel. Got a big decision to make. And where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. You can hedge your bets. You have a better chance of living in a wise and accurate way if you have a multitude of counselors. It's one of the ways in which the Lord protects us and guides us. So we're talking here, if we get more specific, we're talking here about a people. Not everyone, but a people. A particular group of people, a church, a family, a nation, the United States, I think we could apply this to, where there's no counsel, the United States will fall. But in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. And we also have not only a people here, but we have counselors. And it seems from this proverb that we have a choice to make between no counselors or a multitude of counselors. But I don't think that really gets to the bottom of this proverb. It is poetry after all. It is a truism. But there is simply no situation in life where there is no counsel at all. There's always counselors giving advice. There's always opinions. There's always this or, or that person attempting to tell you how to decide. You have a decision to make. You're the one with the authority, the responsibility to make that decision. It's not an easy decision. You need counsel. And there's always counsel. I think the juxtaposition here is between um, counsel that would not be considered counsel, foolish counsel, evil counsel, wicked counsel, versus a multitude of godly counselors working in the fear and uh, of the Lord, trying to come to an accurate conclusion. So I think this manifests in, in many different ways. For example, have you ever been in an organization, it might be a business or a church, where you just wondered, is there anyone here at all who can be trusted to make a wise decision? Is there anyone here who can give decent advice? You know, I have um, not been a member of, but I have had uh, acquaintances, acquaintance with churches that I really thought that. I wondered, is there anyone in this small dying church, an individual who can give good counsel? Is there anyone here who is guiding them in these decisions? Because these decisions seem to be, you know, destined to fail. And there's churches where there's no wise counsel, and they most certainly will fail. Another option we see sometimes is that the good counsel is rejected. It's hated. It's shushed up and silenced. It's lied about, slandered. Propaganda is so strong that good counsel is, uh, you know, scared to even speak out. Does that sound familiar? That's, you know, 2020, essentially. And then there's, of course, paid counselors. People who are paid to tell you what you want to hear. Like King Ahab and his many false prophets. They were on the dole. They were on the take. Historians can be on the take. And uh, prophets can be on the take. Prognosticators, they're on the take. They're on the dole. They're paid. And so they know how to carefully craft their counsel to maintain their paychecks. You can't trust that. That is not good counsel either. Right? 
And then one last terrible example, I think, is that when there's only one council, there's one strong zeitgeist, there's a movement, the one thing that everyone is saying, you know, this um, truth by mob, truth by majority vote, where dissenters and those who go against the group think are swiftly punished or censored. This is no uh, wise multitude of counselors either. We want to have wise, godly counselors and a multitude of them. So how, how shall we then live? Well, we need good counselors. We need them to be biblical. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If one does not have the fear of the Lord and they do not turn to the Bible, can we think that their advice is going to be wise? No, of course not. We need their, their, their wisdom to be biblical as well because wisdom is revealed in the Bible as a gift from God. We want them to be experienced. We want them to know about the past and how the past relates to the future. We have hard decisions to make, and we need to know how these decisions were made in the past and what it resulted in and whether or not that can repeat in this particular instance. Incidents. We need informed counselors as well. They've studied, they've gathered the information, and we need a multitude of them. We need a multitude of sometimes fallible humans to give counsel who are wise, informed, experienced, biblical. This is how we can have safety in our decision-making. And we need to provide these multitude of counselors space for open debate. Maybe we read several different books, right? Maybe we, we ask them for their counsel. There's nothing to fear in debate. There's nothing to fear in letting different people express different advice, godly, wise, biblical people. That's one of the ways we get to the truth. Now, this doesn't mean that there isn't a truth and that there isn't a right decision to be made, but we're trying to come to that decision. You know, Christ doesn't reveal all things immediately. We have to work through some things by his grace, through his spirit, and through a multitude of counselors. Um, it's not always going to be easy to provide a platform for debate because in our society, certain counsel is despised and rejected immediately. It's cool shamed. It's uh, censored out by the pundits. Certain bits of counsel are taboo. And, and very often that's precisely the advice that people need. So we have to provide, at least for our own selves, if our nation's not going to do it, at least for our own selves, provide a safe space for open dialogue. Let there be a debate. Let there be a winner. Let there be a loser. Right? And, and this space used to be for our society, used to be the university. But that's not the case anymore. I say the wise, biblical, godly, independent multitude of counselors for our society, if it's not going to come from the university, needs to come and should always be coming from the pulpits. Yeah, nationally, what our nation needs is the pulpits of America to be a free place to proclaim God's word to the nation by wise, godly, experienced men. And we need the people to give ear. Now, there are not many pulpits that are free platforms for giving open biblical counsel. Pulpits are political spaces as well. They are governed by many factors, paychecks, reputation, etc. But as of today, even though the pulpit is heavily policed, there are some pulpits in America that are free and godly wise counsel is being given to them. We need to take we need to take heed and listen to these. This is how we can begin to heed what this proverb has to say 
about gathering to ourselves a multitude of counselors. Look for a pastor who mans the pulpit in the fear of the Lord and who has the courage to give you the counsel you need, even at cost to himself. That is how we can fulfill this particular proverb. I'm Pastor Brandon Neely, and this is the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I hope you have a blessed day.